and take another go at Genesis chapter 1, verse 26 through chapter 2, verse 3. We need to talk about being created in the image of God. So I'm going to say something now that sounds like preacher talk, but it's really not. It's really not. What we're going to study this morning may be one of the most important passages in all of the scriptures. The passage contains maybe the most important truth the world can know. It is a foundational truth. And if societies and cultures ignore and neglect this truth that is contained in this passage, the consequences are absolutely devastating. If what we are studying this morning is ignored, the consequences are absolutely devastating. And I'm I'm as serious about that as anything I've ever said here. Uh, The truth of this passage is freeing. It gives us value. It gives us worth. It gives beauty to mankind. But it is also challenging to our pride and our arrogance. It is essential that we understand this. In the American Declaration of Independence, Thomas Jefferson wrote this. We hold these truths to be self-evident. That all men are created equal. That they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights. That among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Thomas Jefferson was correct. But the statement we find in Genesis says more than what Jefferson said. Jefferson was a humanist. Mostly. And saying that we are all created equal elevates everyone to the same level. But that is not what the Bible says. It doesn't say that we were created equal in this passage. It says that we were created in the image of God. Now we are all equal. But there is a difference between us being the highest order of animal on the face of the earth and equal to one another and image bearers of the Almighty King. There is a difference in those two things. We were not endowed with inalienable rights. We were endowed with majesty and an image of God. That's better than inalienable rights. We have rights because we are in the image of God. So we are not just equal with one another. Our worth comes from our Father who made us in His image. So as I read this today, think about the ramifications for the fact that we are all made in the image of God. And if I'm telling the truth when I say that when this is ignored, the consequences are devastating. Or they're devastating on a personal level, they're devastating on a cultural level, and it ends in horror. It ends in horror when this is ignored. So I'll begin reading in verse 26. Then God said, Let us make man in our image, after our likeness. (laughs) That is wild. (laughs) It's wild. What's the prohibition of the Ten Commandments? You shall make no image and no idol. We are forbidden. And yet here in the first chapter... Who makes an image in his likeness? God. And what is that image and likeness? Mankind. What was it that God got most angry at Israel for? I'm fixing to start preaching before I even get done reading. I better go on or we're going to be here a while. Let us make man in our image and after our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the heavens and over the livestock and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. 
So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. And God blessed them. And God said to them, be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth and subdue it and have dominion over all the fish of the sea and over the birds of the heavens and over every living thing that moves on the earth. And God said, Behold, I have given you every plant yielding seed that is on the face of the earth, and every tree with its seed and its fruit. You shall have them for food. And to every beast of the earth, and to every bird of the heavens, and to everything that creeps on the earth, everything that has the breath of life, I have given every green plant for food. And it was so. And God saw everything that he had made, and behold, it was very good. And there was evening and a morning, the sixth day. Thus the heavens and the earth were finished, all the host of them. And on the seventh day, God finished his work which he had done, and he rested on the seventh day from all his work that he had done. So he blessed the seventh day and made it holy, because on it God rested from all the work he had done in creation. Let's look first this morning at God's deliberation before he created mankind. If you look at the other days of creation, everything else that God made, he just said, let there be. And there was. He spoke to the earth and it brought forth creatures and creepy, crawly things, is what it says in Hebrew. All sorts of birds and animals and plants and all that. He just said, let there be. He speaks to the earth and he produces the things which he says. But when he creates mankind, he makes a divine decree. He doesn't just say, say, let there be. He says, let us make man in our image. So who is our image? When he says, let us make man as our image. Is he talking to the angels? The heavenly court? Does he already have a mouse in his pocket? Who's our? It's a question that we need to contemplate. Why is God speaking in the plural? If you look at verse 27, it says that God created man in his own image. So I think that this is not hard. This is the Trinitarian God speaking of himself in the plural. And then in the next verse, he says, let us, God created him in his image. If he was speaking to the angels, first of all, there's no evidence whatsoever that we are made in the image of angels. And two, the very next verse says we are created in his image. So what we have in verse 26 is our first peek in the very first chapter into the triune nature of God. We don't know it's a trinity here, but we see some sort of plurality going on. In Genesis 1.26, and it helps us to understand when we're made in His image that we weren't just made man, we were made male and female. We are two, but we are one. We're different than God. We can never be the exact as God is, but we do bear His image and His reflection. We learn about one another through how we relate to one another. We'll talk about that more in a minute. So mankind was not simply spoken into existence, and as we'll learn over the next couple of weeks, we are created from the ground, and the breath of life is blown blown into our nostrils. We are made to bear the image of the Creator uniquely. There is nothing else on earth like people. Everything else is according to their kinds. If you look, he says he made the animals, and they all came across uh, bread according to their kinds. He doesn't say bread, but... Anyway, they're, they're producing according to their kinds. The trees are producing according to their kinds. The grass according to its kind. But we are producing according to the image of God. We are different than everything else. God as Trinity made mankind in his own image. And what I was saying earlier, it is striking. When you go through and you say, what is the thing that God kept telling Israel not to do? And they kept doing. 
Don't go after false gods. Don't make graven images. And yet here he says, I'm going to make man in my image. And so to make an idol and an image not only dishonors God, it dishonors the representatives he made to represent him. If we want to show people who God is and what he's like, you will not do it through sculpture or painting. You will do it with your life. That's how people find out who God is, is how we live in relation to one another. If you want to show someone God, you have to live like Christ and they will see him. That's what it means for us to be made in the image of God. And this is why everybody, when we say everyone has value, that's just, it doesn't even, it's not good words. Because it doesn't, it doesn't give us the majesty of what it means to be made in the image of God. How, if we, it's like saying God has value. What? It's not value. This is not something you can purchase. This is a gift. We bear the majesty of our Creator. We are His ambassadors, showing the world what He's like. The entire purpose of the creation is to glorify God. Now, that may sound like high theology talk. So, what does it mean to glorify God? Show off who He is. This is what glorify God means. Show who God is. That's our job. So when God deliberates about creating mankind, He wants to make us like Him. Make us in His image. And He did that. It was very good. We need to understand the importance after God deliberates to create mankind in His image. We need to understand the importance of mankind in His image. I want to talk about the consequences of not heeding this foundational teaching about mankind made in God's image. What happens when we don't believe it? I'll ask you a question. There is God in the garden. And he gets some dirt. That's what he did. And he makes a man. Breathes a breath of life into him. And then he takes a rib. He makes a woman. You see them? What color are they? What color were they in your mind? There's no color given here. Because we are all made in the image of God. And when that is neglected, hell is unleashed on earth. People are made to feel inferior and lesser. Not only made to feel inferior, people are killed by the millions when they're denigrated to be less than others. And it doesn't only hurt those who are oppressed and killed, it hurts those who think that others are less than themselves. It is a butchery to your own soul. It is a pride. White supremacy is a horror on the earth. It is a bane. It is horrible. I can't even conjure the words of any tribe exalting themselves and thinking that others are lesser because what happens is you have 7 million people killed in Rwanda because of this. You have millions of people dumped into the sea 
because of this. You have children in Syria last week who have chemical weapons dropped on them and killed because they're thought of as lesser beings. There is no lie of the devil, I think, that he enjoys more than for you to think someone is lesser than yourself because of their language, their color, or their culture. It is a horror. And there's nowhere, nowhere you will find this teaching other than right here. We are not just equal with each other. We are God-bearers. We bring God to the world through the image which He made in us. As we relate to one another, as we love one another, as we sacrifice for one another, as we're long-suffering, as we're patient, as we consider, as the Scripture says, each other as more honorable than ourselves, we show God. And when we do the reverse of that, we, we do something terrible. The Bible does not say we are endowed by the Creator with inalienable rights. It says we are endowed by the Creator with the image of the Creator. That is much more significant. It is much higher than us being equal with one another. Because here's the thing. If you just stop at saying we're equal with one another, if you don't think much of yourself, you might not think much of your neighbor. It has nothing to do with you. Their value doesn't come from them being equal with you. Value has to come with being made in God's image. This is why in Genesis when it says that someone who attacks someone and kills them, that they will be put to death. It's because when we attack others, we attack the, bear, the image of God in them. You're not just attacking a person like you. You're attacking someone like God. So we should be careful with our words and honor one another and honor people because every single person is an image bearer, no matter how fallen or marred that might be. Horrifically, we have been selective in applying this teaching in our past, this application of acting like others were less than us led to the chattel slavery of Africans. It led white people to believe that Indians were savages and they were massacred. Genocide happened on this continent because of that. May the Lord forgive us for such language. The language is shocking, but the reality is more horrible. And it hasn't just infected white people. It's infected everyone that's stricken with this ignorance. Every tribe and every tongue and every nation has done this. Many minds in many places and people here today. And it's not just on a global scale. It's on a personal scale. It affects individuals and how we relate to one another. So anytime a person or people elevates themselves over another, they have ceased to listen to the word of God and have become antagonistic towards other image bearers and in such a way will incur the wrath of God. It is an offense against the image of God borne by all mankind everywhere and at all times. Everyone everywhere is capable of showing God. We simply cannot be the people God intended us to be if we refuse to see the indelible stamp of God's image on each person. You cannot be a Christian if you don't believe this. I'm not joking. You can't be a Christian if you don't believe it. First John says, if you say you love your brother, if you say you love God, let me correct myself, if you say you love God, you hate your brother, you don't love God. 
Because when you see your brother, you should see the work of God. And if you can't see that, you don't know God. That's John's point. If we refuse to see that, we can't be Christians. We can't. Why are you going to go do evangelism if you don't see the value of others made in the image of God? If you don't understand that they too can be image bearers and sing the praises of Almighty God and that they too can bring other image bearers together to praise God. If we don't see that, then we can't be the people God's called us to be. What does it mean to be created in God's image? If, we, if I keep saying over and over again, we are God's image bearers, what does it mean to be made in God's image? There are many speculations about what it might mean to be in God's image. One thought is that here after he says, let us make him in our image, that we've been given dominion over all things. And so like God has authority, we have authority and dominion over all things. So that may be how we bear the image of God. I don't think that that's what this means. I think we have dominion because we are made in the image of God. Not in the image of God because we have dominion. There's a difference. We're given dominion because we bear God's image. Some say maybe it's because we have morality or creative impulse like God and are spiritual beings. I believe that is in part true. But I don't think that's really the answer. I believe that the real hint of our God-likeness, our image bearing, is found in the fact that we are made male and female. We are made for relationship and community. And we are not whole without one another. I'm not saying that you have to be married to be made whole. That's not true. What I am saying is that in community with male and female and others, when we have healthy relationships and others with others in our life, we are like God. And if we live in isolation from others and don't love and don't give sacrificially to one another, we are not like God. What happens when we refuse to believe that others are made in the image of God and don't treat them as God bears is that we cut ourselves off from community, true community. If you think someone is lesser than yourself, you won't be able to listen to them and to learn from them because you'll think you're better than them and you'll cut yourself off from community. You'll cut yourself off from holiness. Keeps us from community. It would turn what should be a brother or sister into an oppressor and the oppressed. What a horror. In the place of love, it would put hate. Many of us, uncomfortable, grew up in the deep south. Have you ever heard hateful language based, directed at someone who doesn't look like you or talk like you? Have you heard speech that would cast down others and make them lesser by their nature? Have you heard speech that's intent was not meant to bring us closer and more familiar, but was meant to push us further apart to make it us and them and not we? Have you heard it? Have you said it? I fear our nation and our world is eaten up with the kind of tribalism that causes this animosity. And we don't just do it along the lines of race now. We do it in... Other ways, conservative, liberal, Republican, Democrat. We automatically make others, we draw lines, and we hate. We despise. What it means to be created in God's image is that we are made to live together and love one another as Christ has loved us too. How will you show the image of God? 
This is how you will know. This is how the world will know that you are my disciples. If you love one another. How will they know if we love? So maybe I might say it like this as I understand this passage. How will you be an image bearer of the king? If you love one another. Love one another. This is why I believe that the Bible says in Ephesians that marriage is a mystery. But he's talking about Christ in the church. It's because in that intimate relationship of man loving a woman, woman loving a man, that in that community of two, we should see Christ. If any race on earth ever had reason to be proud... It was the Jews. They had the covenants. They had the prophets. Jesus, the Son of God, is a Jewish man. I didn't say was. He still is. And he always will be. His mama was Mary and she was Jewish. His father was Joseph and he was Jewish. And I will explain to you once again that though Joseph was not Jesus' biological father, he was his real father. took care of him and raised him as his son. That makes him his dad. He was also Jewish. Jesus is Jewish today. However, because we are made in the image of God, it does not matter if you are Jew or Greek or slave or free or black or white or what. You are image bearers and therefore can be saved. And not only saved, be a child of the king without reservation. Jesus said that he had many that would sit at Abraham's table. They would come from the east and from the west, from the south, that he would gather them together. When he made the promise to Abraham, he said that he would have many children and took him outside and said, Count the stars if you are able, so shall your offspring be. Count the sand on the shore and in the desert if you can, so shall your offspring be. And it will not matter if they are Jew or Greek. And how do we know? Because when he promised him all of those things, he had not yet been circumcised. There were no Jews. There were only people. And so our Jewish Savior has come in the flesh as a man, as a human being to save human beings. And every single human being can be saved by him. And so... The most valuable resource and thing on the face of the earth is people. Image bearers. So when you see people, when you see people on television, the beautiful and the bold, they are made in the image of God and they need Jesus. And if you see someone out here who's wandering the street because they're addicted to drugs and can't keep a roof over their own head, image bearer of the king. We are fallen. It's sad. But we have a mission. We have a duty as image bearers of the king to tell people who they are and whose they are and who they can be. And by the power of the Savior, they can be saved and changed. And I can be saved. And as you... Look at me and I look at you. 
And I see you change ever so day by day into the image of Christ. I see God in you. And I want to see that. How will we know that God is real? How will we know? Will it be because we see great miracles and signs and wonders in the heavens? That would be nice. I've never seen that. Here's what I want to see. Poor souls lost. The image of God in whom the image has been shattered. Who don't know who they are or whose they are or what they're doing. Come to know Christ and change. That's where I want to see God. That's where I long to see God. And I believe that because we are his image bearers, I know because we are his image bearers. This is why he came to save us. It just wouldn't do for his children to wander lost. It would not do for his representatives to not see what he had created them to see himself. So he came to be one of us forever. That we might enjoy his fellowship forever. Don't forget that as we leave. Don't forget it when you're on Facebook. Don't forget it when you're on Twitter. And every time you see some horror thing that happened on television. Or when you are tempted to sin against someone else made in the image of God. Remember their importance and value. Not because they are equal to you. But because they are endowed by their creator with his image. Treat one another with respect and honor and kindness. And long for them to see what you have seen in Jesus. So this passage is important. And the reason I say it may be one of the most important passages in all of Scripture is because it's foundational to whose we are, who we are. The Bible doesn't talk about our image bearing that much here, but everywhere it is assumed. And if we go astray here, terrible things happen. So here's what we can do. There are these image bearers everywhere. They're everywhere. Jesus said for us to go and tell them what they are. And whose they are. And why everything's like it is. If we do that, it will change the world. People will start singing about Jesus everywhere. They will start praising him everywhere. And we'll see God. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Father, help us because we are selfish and sinful people. We're proud people. And we think we're better than we are often. So, Lord, I pray that you will help us to remember that our Lord Jesus was Jewish and homeless and had nothing but that he rescued us from our sin and death because he loved us. Father, help us to see others as valuable, as image bearers. And for everyone in here today, God help. Let them know they can make a difference in their life and in the world and they can do great things because they have a great Savior and they're made in his image. Help us not to 
forget whose we are and what we can do because we have the power of God and the love of God. Help our children and our young adults to know that they are God's children, the shapers of heaven and earth, because you work through them. Let us be people who shape the world around us because of the power of love which flows through us because of the love that Christ has given us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.